Alright lads, this podcast is a member of the Vices of Wrestling podcast and network. Visit vicesofwrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcast, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions and updates across the world of wrestling. Sometimes you get bored of N64, so let's watch wrestling till our eyes get sore. We love the Tivoli, but there's so much more wrestling around the world. Making friends and making times and wrestling round the world. With Sarah and Sarah. Welcome everybody to Sarah and Sarah Wrestling Around the World, show number 14. And we have a lot to talk about today. We've been to... Hello Wembley, OTT Fan Appreciation Night, Tim's House, World Tag Team League, Femme Fatales, Back to OTT, Eve, and we ran a bowling tournament. Did I miss any? No, I think that's it. That's all. That's all. That's all. (laughs) Hardly any shows in there. And sure, look... I haven't even had time to watch anything <laughs> on the television and going to so many shows. There's been a lot of shows over the past nine days and we're going to one later today as well. <laughs> so <laughs> we really are wrestling around the world this this episode. Yeah, so many countries and so many nationalities that we've seen. In such a short period of time. Talk about maybe splitting it up and doing the Hello Wembley and... Fan appreciation night, but then we were too busy to do record that one before we went to WXW Tag League. So we're just going to throw it all in together and include clips and snippets that we recorded along the way. Yeah, there, there were just a few. When I was at, I was lucky enough at Wembley to be in the media centre, but um, it was all just kind of so... It was just like interviews and people asking questions and I did record some audio and it wasn't great and it's just kind of the same audio that everyone else has, like there's nothing kind of special about it. Um, And like there is just, I have a clip of me just sitting there being like, yeah, I'm at the media centre, but it's like, it's trash. (laughs) Like it's useless. We put it in here, we put it in. Yeah, (laughs) a nice little bonus clip. Hello everyone. We're here live from inside the media centre in... Wembley Arena. Um, so we just had the press conference there. There was Mark Haskins, Vicky Haskins, Joe Williams, Glenn and Jim, and Paul Robinson. And Luke, some, some great insights. You can kind of tell that they're all kind of buzzing through today. And that, you know, I suppose this press conference is like the least of their worries. You know, there's other things going on, especially uh, Glenn and Jim, who probably have 110 things to be doing today. So it wasn't, I didn't get to ask with the Oberhausen Open. I wanted to ask Jim, face me one-on-one IRL. I think the Oberhausen Open's going to outdraw them. I'm only joking. Um, I didn't get an opportunity to really ask. It was kind of like a media scrum rather than a panel, which is okay. You know, you know they're, they're probably, re- they're really busy and everything's just kind of hectic. But I'm enjoying a free bar, compliments of the arena, the Heineken bar. And there's a lovely progress sign here. Might get a selfie in front of it. I have to say, we got to see the set before anyone else, before doors opened, and it looks incredible. It, it looks like a progress show. 
now I'm gonna sound like a complete shill here. I know I'm changing I'm changing my tune a lot here. But I really think it's gonna be a good show. I think they've done a good job. There's kind of a, there's been an atmosphere around Wembley these past few days. You know, there's people walking around in, in wrestling shirts and kind of everywhere you pass, you kinda of give the you give the nod and acknowledgement that, you know, we're here for the same thing. So that that's been fun. I, I really am interested in how this is gonna go though today. Um, an independent show in such a large place in terms of like fan reaction, in terms of how the crowd's going to sound. Will will you know it be notoriously loud as the shows usually are? I'm not too sure. I think the show is going to be good. I think the match that people are really kind of buzzing about is the main event and Eddie against Mark. That's going to be a good one. Like that year-long story, and they put out that promo video for it. So that's that's going to be interesting. And yeah, I'll check in later, I suppose, after the show. I might get some words of some guys and um, how they felt. Because I know a lot of people were at Project Mayhem this weekend. There was a lot of people traveling in. And of course, people are going to be at OTG Fan tonight. So I want Sarah to get some clips from that. Uh, from Seema and T-Hawk. How people feel about them and, and, and stuff like that. Um... Yeah, there's a lot of different podcasters here from their respective companies. There's actual media here, um, like from newspapers and stuff, and we're all kind of mixed in together, um, which is nice. You know, we're they're really treating the podcasters, you know, giving them kind of the same access as the as the regular press, which which is really good because I was talking with you guys earlier, and I think it is really important for these companies to realise they can leverage this audience, and it's very niche targeted audience. You know, coming into play, and you know, listening to some random person's podcast about a show they went to would make you want to go to a show or go see a company. So that's that's it from me from a pre pre Wembley. I might see what the audio was like from the press conference. It was kind of all like a gathering around this sign, and you know. You know, trying to get in your questions. I want. I wanted to ask Glenn and John about their relationship with WXW and how they see that moving forward, and if there's going to do more weekends in Germany, if there's going to be double headers over here. But I didn't get a chance, and I'm sure that they'll announce something if something will come to fruition. But that's something I'm very interested in. See how that moves forward, especially with that WWE UK relationship. So we'll wait and see, and yeah, I'll, I'll check in later. It's it's been a it's been a mental few days and it's only weekend one of three. So let's see where it goes from here and I'll talk to you guys later. I want to say thank you to, to Progress for you know letting me have that experience and being the sole female representative um in the media center. It was a good experience and like I, I had a good time. So you're very brave. Yeah. I I, I, I drank that soup and enjoyed it. <laughs> But yeah, at least you got a kind of a feel for how they did the media center and got to see some of the interviews and stuff. But uh, I think more importantly to this show is how the actual show Hello Wembley was itself and your experience of your trip to London itself. Yeah, I'll just kick off. Like, I actually really, really enjoyed Hello Wembley to be honest. Um, there was a few low points in terms of like, you know, Mark Andrews against. Eddie Dennis and um, they had a really really unfortunate tables incident 
whereby the tables just would not break and the crowd just completely shot all over it. Like, there's no other way to describe it. They just kept cheering Botchamania and cheering for the tables and that was kind of the one feud they built up really, really well and then it just did not pay off for them, unfortunately. And then, but like, the main event, Walter, who's a name that I think we're going to be mentioning quite a lot, um, like we always do, because he's the best wrestler in the world right now, in my opinion. Um, had a banger of a match against Tyler Bate. Um, that match didn't have much of a build going into it. It was more like, hi, I'm Tyler Bate. I'm a big, strong boy. I'm going to go beat Walter. And Walter being like, yeah, well, I'm a big, strong man, so I'm going to beat you, Tyler. <laughs> um, but it, it was really good, especially considering, well, I was in Wembley for seven hours at that point, and the rest of the crowd had been there for five and they were they, they ate it up. They were really rooting on Tyler to win. It wasn't a case like Walter was a big heel or anything, but I think just with Tyler, they've been behind him for so long and don't want to see him win. But And then they had the big bunny match, um, seeing CMJ coming out with Ilya against Pete. Um, a lot of people really enjoyed this match, but I don't know, maybe it isn't my expectations of Ilya at this point and, and Pete, you know, they're two of the best wrestlers in the world. It it just didn't hit the high points for me that I would have wanted it to. But CMJ, well, it was really sad. The news broke the next day that he was, you know, taking leave from WXW and, you know, for stress and, and his health. And I wish him all the best. But he was an absolute star, really. He, the amount of heat that he got from the crowd... And just the way he sold, like, Pete, like, broke his fingers and he, the way he sold it. And, like, yeah, CMJ is, is fantastic. And then the Thunder Bastard tag team match was really great as well. Really fast-paced, really fun action. Um, that was probably the second best match of the night for me. But, yeah, like, overall, it was a, it was a good show. Now, would I say it was a great show? Probably not. Like, it was good. Like, I'm not disappointed I went. It was re- it was really well put together. Yeah, it, it ran over time, which is really unfortunate for some people, but I think they tried to do a make good by putting the main event up for free. Um if that was a if that was a show that was in a smaller venue, like maybe like the ballroom or something, I think it would have come across really well and the crowd would have been like eating it out of the palm of their hands, but maybe the bigger crowd it, some of the stuff kinda of suffered, I'm not too sure, but it was good. Um you know, I had a great time, went to Eve the night before. Um, some of those things will be forever burned in my memory that I'd rather not talk about. It was there. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, it was... Um, Are you sure you don't want to talk about them? Um, <laughs> I, I really don't know. It's It, it was very uncomfortable. <laughs> Let's just say it was it was uh, a, a, like a, a lap dance type situation involving one of the, the promoters and, and someone. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You haven't even told me this in private, so maybe... Yeah. Um, yeah. DM Sarah Flan for information on this if you care. Yeah, it was um, awkward. Very awkward, and I didn't know what to do because it's a very small room, and I couldn't. Yeah, um, yeah. There you go. Oh, but the, no. but the, match, the matches were <laughs> great. Wasn't you was it? Oh God, no! Oh God. Um, the matches were great. Like oh, okay. in terms of like, they were really short though, which was a really bit of a letdown. Like I think the longest match was like twelve minutes, but it was nice to see like the Res Gallery and you know, go to Dundee Arms and get the full the full London wrestling experience again. That's I don't really have anything else. Yeah, it sounds I got a bit of FOMO from everyone at OTT fan. Feeling uh, very no, appreciated. No. Like 
Okay, fan appreciation night was really good. It was my first time kind of back, I suppose, going to Irish wrestling. I haven't been to any shows in two or three months, maybe. But yeah, it was a good show. Like, the last two matches were really, really good. And the rest of the show was kind of good. I'm not going to go through it match by match, but the, the main takeaway from the whole thing was the angle where the Kings of the North attacked more than mm. hype. Um, and the heat those guys got from doing that and just how sympathetic we all were to poor baby Psycho Nathan Martin, who, for the record, the name Psycho Nathan Martin came from me. I have the tweet. I was the origin <laughs> of Psycho Nathan Martin. And I hope he won't forget me when he's really, 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 really famous. March, March this year, yeah. the origin, Psycho Nathan Martin. I think you need a picture with a handshake with him. Yeah, you know, show like... him the tweet. I should, I should have uh, copyrighted it there and then. Yeah. Yeah. Print it out and get him to sign it. <laughs> Authenticity. Please sign my tweet. But yeah, the main event as well, which was Seema and T-Hawk uh, versus Jordan and Maxwell was really, really good. Like, it was just, they're just, Seema's just such a professional. He's just like an all-time timer. I just really enjoyed Dragon Gate and I wasn't sure how it would come across um, to a crowd that would be largely unfamiliar with Dragon Gate and yeah everyone just just ate it up and sometimes I guess I feel that the OTT faithful um, in ways I, I was talking to my husband about this and he was kind of like he kind of sees what I'm talking about but kind of not but sometimes I get the impression that when guys come in that they don't really know be it Walter a few shows ago or be it Seema at the fan appreciation night and they're really really good and they kind of outshine the OTT talent that the OTT fans get a bit sad it's yeah it's just a buzz I get off some people that there's kind of faces it, now that you're bringing it up I always do remember Walter when he came in and um, the first time that he chopped like Jordan yeah you can just tell the people in the crowd that had never seen him before the shock in their faces and just kind of like, oh god, like who is this guy? Yeah, I, I kind of, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, but with Walter, it's like he's a heel anyway, and Walter's eating that up right now, as we oh, saw yeah. last night. But like, Seema's baby face, pure <laughs> pure baby face. But there definitely was some faces of like they don't like, they don't like when these new guys to them are better than the OTT guys. But whereas if it's a guy that they've heard a buzz about and they're kind mm. of fans of from somewhere else, they're kind of okay with it. It's kind of, there's definitely a bit of begrudgery there. I can see it. I can oh, see sure it. We're Irish, of course yeah. there is. Irish begrudgery. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was a great show. It was a lot of fun. I didn't get any of the free pizza. Um, oh. No, it was all either meat or onion, and I just can't. I just can't oh. do it. So sadly, no. But I did get some of the underbaker's cakes. Which were really, really good. That's the important thing. That was better than the free pizza, to be quite honest. Yeah, it was. It was really good. Um, also, shout out to Eamon, who baked a load of different types of cakes and baked goods um, and sold them for charity last night at OTT's 40 year anniversary. He raised 500 euros himself, and the Irish wrestler Angel Cruz also donated, I believe it was. 180 euro? 180 euro as well to the charity um, for a pie that Eamon baked and that he shoved in 
Sammy D's face in the match, which was really... And it went everywhere. It went everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Everyone, just the photographers and camera people and people in the front row just covered in cream. <laughs> it's like, wow, <laughs> that's great. You thought there was thumbtacks in the cameraman's hair, but in fact, it was just cream. <laughs> oh. so, uh, so big well done to Eamon and Angel Cruz for great work. Yeah, I think that's one of the best things to come out of last night and seeing everyone's support for it. And seeing Eamon bake Kojima bread yeah. and give it to him. Like, ah, uh, where else would you get it, like, wrestling? Like, that's <laughs> that, that's just insane. Like, Kojima makes me so happy. <laughs> um, I recorded um, some audio outside Fan Appreciation Night. It's some high-quality stuff. And apologies to anyone who may be offended. It really wasn't good humour. Um, I think we're just going to insert it here. Yeah. Welcome to Sarah and Sarah Wrestling Around the World. Live from outside the Tiffany Theatre. Yes! is... <laughs> so we are outside the Tivoli Theatre. Don't look at me. Hello. <laughs> We're looking at you, Ziggy. Hi. Oh wait, I'm just meant to talk. Yes, you haven't Don't given me a talk. Yeah, well, it's, it's on. It's on. We have. Okay, I'm we have on Bar Z. On Barry featuring Blaine. Who isn't here? Because he's off getting his soup from those Tories. Got the soup. All right, I've said the joke, lads. Get over. Anyway, I feel very appreciated, as do everyone else here. Give it, give a cheer. Thank you, Gemma. And I, I, didn't hear about, I didn't hear about small ring hanging out free pizza at, at intermission. Do you know what I mean? You know, like, you know what I mean? You know. Oh wait, no! Somebody's leaving. No, you have to say hello before you leave. Oh, b- bye! T- thanks for having me. Are you, are you appreciated? I was very much appreciated. Yeah. I okay. Safe home. Thank you. See you again. See you soon. Uh, Eamon has some big news. Yeah, uh, Miko Sonomura loved my cakes. So, Eamon Bell, best bake machine confirmed. Lacey Evans, come at me. You ain't got shit. You ain't got shit. Fucking come find me in Dublin, all right? I'll put you in the ground. Wow. This is happening right now. We've got a lot of people around here. I'm recording live outside the TV theater. Oh my god. I'm skiing too. While I'm at it, yeah. Donald skiing as well. Donald skiing? Yeah. What about the Happy Bear Brothers? What about the Happy Bear Fuck the Happy Bear Happy Brothers. Bear. Can we start again? Can we, can we rewind that? Hey guys, it's Zig here. Uh, <laughs> coming, coming to you live from Fan Impression. Oh, fan Impression? <laughs> Fuck you, James. Coming from Fan Appreciation. Feeling very appreciated by Joe Cabray and the boys. Um, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Stop <laughs> fucking. Barry's making notes of Dabby. So in Dabby's, I will, I will introduce Barry. Yeah, do. How are you going, folks? There on the Voices Wrestling Network. Uh, buy our mattresses and all that other shit that they sell. Uh, uh, we're getting uh, muscle hustle. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> we'll talk to you about it next week. Okay, can it's I get no to use to Barry. It's no use to me. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Gut hustle is what I'm on, you know. So. No, Sig <laughs> leans in either to say something or go for the shift. Yeah, he says, well, I was going to call you a nerdy little weebo. 
happened to you soon on the show? I have nothing further to uh, uh, say at this time. <laughs> okay, so it's Unbarry Zeke. Barry. Not featuring Blaine. Not featuring Because he's too busy taking his soup in London. Yeah. Uh, featuring someone wearing Blaine's jacket, though. Hello. Um, I'm not wearing Blaine's jacket. I'm wearing Emma's jacket. Uh, Blaine formerly Blaine. Blaine. Formerly Blaine. He left it in a pub and he did nothing about getting it back, so I believe that means it's mine. How long has it been? Um, since the contenders after the stadium show. So essentially the dawn of time. <laughs> August, <laughs> August 19th, I believe it was. Yeah, so I believe that's... Oh, my James, we love you. Come back. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. Except, oh no, can I talk about my three favourite things tonight? Of course, go ahead. Max Rosars. Yes. yes. Charlie Sterling. Yes. Raven Creed. Okay. Yeah. All, all, all three very fantastic. problematic things. Yeah. But <laughs> What's problematic about Max Rosars? It's beautiful and beachy. It's, it's um, a little more called... Ob- Objectifying, you might have heard of, like you know. It's not. Maybe we prefer a different arse. Maybe we do. Yeah. Maybe we think Jordan's is lovely. Okay. Can we can we talk about how Charlie Sterling is slowly morphing into Andy Kaufman over time? Oh my yeah. God, Charlie like, Sterling is the best wrestler like, in. He's the best wrestler who's ever lived. Uh, Joe, put the strap on him. Yeah. Put the strap on him. How's he? Not- Eddie, strap Eddie, on him. Yeah. <laughs> bondage, latex, you name it. Eddie Kyle do. Eddie Kyle will do just for you. Here. What's your name, sir? I know. Me. You have to introduce yourself. You have to introduce yourself. Me? Yeah. What? I'll do. Yeah. We're talking to Robert. Hello. Robert is a fake name. Doesn't exist. Name? It's like a dog's name, Robert. 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 Doesn't make sense. So we bumped into Jerry Lawler here. Please. <laughs> oh dear. Tied, look at her side for me. None of this is usable. None of this. It's not no, usable. Um, everything I said is. Wait, James is here. Um, James, you went home. James, he has things to do involving rearing a family. Brian, <laughs> how are you? I'm just happy Shane Strickland was in the Progress Battle Royal. <laughs> okay. I don't get that joke because I don't listen to rival shows. Podcast <laughs> City. Podcast City. Oh, Girls. <laughs> Leah. Kirsty. How are we? Okay. Uh, tired, but I'm dreading going back to Belfast. But I feel very fan appreciated. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Luther Ward. What a man. Never felt more appreciated in my life. Wow. <laughs> what a man, what a promoter. God bless Joker Bray. <laughs> and he finishes it for the half 11 hour coach <laughs> somebody I can rely on <laughs> there we go and do we have any messages for the people at uh, Hello Emily tonight these are all Tories I still love you Mike and Sarah but you're Tories I only love Sarah I don't know Mike you would love Mike if you met him let's all go get drunk Ziggy Guys, come back. We lost that we won. We won to drink though. Drink, drink. I know, drink, we're going drink, to drink, 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 I'm sorry, Sarah. I hope you had a good time. Blaine, kiss my balls. I hope, I hope, I hope Sarah Guys, fan had fun in I really like Blaine, and I like Sarah, and I like Gary, and I like everyone else that was there. Happy birthday, Mort. <laughs> OTT vs. Progress, game over. We won! <laughs> Thank you. Alan, Alan has come back. Bye! I'll give you a text in a minute. Um, okay. 
Yeah. Hello, uh, Eamon and Eamon's friends. Yeah, Eamon and Eamon's work colleagues. Oh, are they? Hello. Podcast, say hello. Are, are you are you regular so TT or? No, this is all the first time. First time. For first timers. Do you love that? Yes. Yes. And I uh, fell in love. <laughs> what was your favorite match? Uh, the last one. The last one. Who she fell in love with? Who did you fall in love with? I won't say it. She told me. I'll tell you later. You tell me later. I'll tell you later. Here we go. Premium content. Premium content will be Simona's love life. All right. Simona. Yeah. Sorry. And what's your name? Nina. Nina. And how do you find the show? I loved it. Did you? Who was your favorite? Hmm. <laughs> the names. No, I don't know. The girls rocked it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what we like to hear. Awesome. Like the Patty Boys. Is it Patty? No. Patty. Pa- pa- I don't know. Patty. Yeah. Is- the lads from the flats. The drunky guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. the yeah. black yeah. guys. Yeah. 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 Good. That's okay. And yeah. your name is? Edo. Edo. Who was your favorite? Um, I mean the Rascals. Rascals. The yeah. two Rascals. of them. Yeah. They were awesome. They were yeah. great. Really they were good great. tonight. That's great. Yeah. Um, uh, tonight was so good. Tonight was so good. Man, fuck progress. Like, yeah. You've no. got a message for the people that were at progress tonight? Yeah, yeah, man. You all took the soup, all right? You all took the king's shilling, right? Like, I don't know. You people need to see Black 47, is all I'm saying. Because that, me- that movie has some messages about going to England that I think you people, traitors, some of whom claim to be MDK, but are, you know, are nowhere to be found in Dublin. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to name names. But Other Sarah. But, yeah. Yeah. They know. They know who they are. They know who they are. Thank I you. Heard, I heard Other Sarah didn't cheer Ilya. Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> You know she did. Uh, we're here with Alan Forel of... Um, lots of things. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> the, internet, the internet. The internet. The internet. Do you have any messages for people who went to Wembley? I hope you had a lovely time. On that note, good night. <laughs> okay. So then we went to Germany. Yeah, a few, a few days after. I always remember coming... I came back from London on the Monday. The minute I came back, put all my stuff in the washing machine, emptied my case out. I just started packing again to Germany to go on Thursday. <laughs> Damn, that was. Uh, do you know what? That was only like a week ago, and it feels so long ago now <laughs> because we went to another show last night. Germany was fun. Germany was fun. I know you came. You came in. Um, you just came in just after Inner Circle. Yeah. Uh, otherwise known as Timothy Thatcher's gaff party. Um, that that show was a ton of fun. I think that's. It's a really nice kind of thing before going to like the main shows all weekend. Um, you know, seeing some of the guys for the first time, like coast to coast, and getting to see Okami. I'm not, I wouldn't have been too familiar with them before the weekend. And getting to see them against JFK and seeing Timothy Thatcher come out to a David Hasselhoff song to massive cheers from, from the, his hometown crowd and a ton of bemused Irish and Brits. Wondering. What the hell's this song? But loving yeah. it anyway because we all seem to love Timothy Thatcher a hell of a lot. Um, yeah, it was, that was my first experience of going to Inner Circle, yeah, going to the Academy in Essen, and I really, really enjoyed it. I really liked those intimate kind of settings and just being up close to everything and just seeing, just seeing everyone have a great time before it kind of the hectic weekend ahead, because it is it's 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 a lot of work for everyone involved and. You know, knowing now what was to come, it was nice to kind of get that fun show, and yeah, it was it was great. JFK are great. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the video on YouTube of Tim coming out to Hasselhoff 
Um, I didn't know the song myself, but it was a good song. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> like, everyone clapping along. <laughs> he was really into it. Yeah. Um, it was uh, nicknamed Timo's Gaff Party, I believe. Yeah, it was. Uh, Timmy Thatcher lives in the apartment right next door. Yeah, going to Tim's house for a few few wrestling matches. That's what Cyrene was saying. It's kind of funny. Alan was very proud of his whose house? Tim's house. <laughs> Chant. He said he did it and then he heard you from the other side of the room going, do it again! Because <laughs> like, I didn't really hear it the first time. I'm like, no, I want in on that. That's a great chant. <laughs> Get everyone involved. <laughs> whose house? That's a good one. Tim's house. Yeah, I... I Sadly missed the inner circle. Um, I wasn't in on time for it. But night one was a hell of a show. It started off with a banger. Like, the actual tournament matches. It was Okami against the Lucha Bros. Yeah. And... <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, that's probably one of my matches of the weekend. And it was the first one. The first one. <laughs> the first one. Okami are great. O- Okami are... Like I, I like I said, like I wasn't really too familiar with them to be quite honest. Um but we had some lovely chants for them. Uh set to uh oh like oh Kami, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind, oh Kami. And then oh Kami, you came and you came without taking. And um I think they're a bit confused, but well obviously it would be I'd be confused. But I think they really liked it because that means that the crowd were, were chanting for them. I think more to translated for them what the chant actually meant. Um, it's always good to have one or two uh, translators in the group. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, that 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 was a great match, and we had Mako Setamore against Tony Storm, and by God, like that's that that's a match that happened. Just like, yep, yeah, there we go, first match <laughs> um, of World Tag Team League. Here you go, and it was kind of a nice setup for the Femme Fatales the next yeah. day. I think it definitely got more people up for Femme Fatales. Femme Fatales did a really good number this year, like much bigger than the last two years. It was close to night one, I would say. Yeah, it was very, it was actually very full. I think it was fuller than Ambition was a carrot, to be yeah. quite honest. It yeah. seemed very full. The lineup was great anyway. Yeah, it was really good as well to see like WXW have women's matches on all the cards and not just say, oh, we have Femme Fatales, so this is where all the women's matches are going to be this weekend. There was at least one women's match on each show as well, which really kind of helped balance it out because <clears throat> not just women's matches, but singles matches as well, you know. So it wasn't all just tag team action all the time. Yeah, it was a nice kind of break from the norm. And, you know, like I was, I've always been a big Wesna fan um, when I was younger. So getting to see her more and more and, you know, I was like... I think the lone person in the crowd cheering her against Tony on night <laughs> two was no, I just couldn't help it. Um, yeah, like, but like back to night one, like CCK against the Ringkampf. Going into the tournament, block A was really the kind of these are going to be the big matches, like yeah. the big ones that are going to get your star ratings or you're going to get the people talking on the internet. And, and block B was very much so like the storyline based stuff with you know Monster Consulting and JFK, you know, and the the history between those two and what the result was going to be coming out of that. But um, yeah, it's like, and then the big main event, David Starr against Aaron Simmons, hair versus hair. Yes, yeah. that was a war. That was a war. I normally don't like hardcore matches. I I don't. It's mm. not my thing. 
But I think this was just so well built. It was crazy. I went up to the balcony to watch this one. I was like, I'll be able to see more of it because they're going to go brawling through the crowd and plus I'll be safe. Yeah, no, they came up to the balcony to me, like, and I had to, like, move. It was crazy. There was balcony dives. Yeah, it was insane. Like you said, I'm not really a big fan of kind of hardcore matches either. I know people call me MDK. But, uh, <laughs> um, um, I'm not really a big fan either. But like you said, I think if this was just like, yeah, we're gonna, just going to have a wrestling match to blow off this feud. It's like it, it wouldn't really work because it has been such an intense kind of personal feud yeah. that they've built up. Over a full year as well. Yeah, and it's, yeah of course. It started, it started last year. Um, I kind of knew David Starr was going to win going in did you yeah i was like but on the basis that uh, urine would look better bald yeah i'm like yeah urine would rock bald better than david star would rock bald so that's why i kind of thought that um that david star was going to win he's lucky though he does have a good shaped head yeah the, the first thing i saw when i saw him bald i'm like yep yeah, yep yeah, he rocks it he looks a bit like madman manson though <laughs> There's similarities there. There's definitely similarities between Bulger and Madman Manson. <laughs> they should be a team. They should. I think Madman Manson's coming back as well. Yeah, bring so. bring Buren back over to uh, the UK and Ireland, and they can uh, they can team up. <laughs> but I think really, who cares about the wrestling that was on night one? The real show was afterwards, <laughs> ten minutes ten minutes away in a a palace. How'd you say? Knippy's Palace? Nip, nip, I just say nippy. I just say nippies. Nippy's Palace. Knippies. Nip, nip, knippies. <laughs> I think the case is probably silent. Bowling Alley. Let's bowling. just call it a bowling alley. A bowling alley. Yes, we did have the Oberhausen open and maybe some people are tuning into the show for the first time because of all the hype that surrounded the Oberhausen <laughs> open. Um, original plan was our friends and avalanche (laughs) (laughs) and not even so much that avalanche would play that he would donate a trophy and then it grew to like 20 people and we're like wow we've got 20 people this is crazy we'd have to get like four lanes (laughs) oh man then on the day when you have some um champions of wxw messaging you and really kind of high profile names wanting to play <laughs> you kind of go okay this has gotten big now yeah we need to um yeah it it was one of the most insane things i think i've ever done yeah. i know it sounds it's only like booking a few bowling lanes yeah but it was just so much more than that really it was it was crazy how it grew it was like i know like Okay, there was 44 bowlers and probably about another 15 people came and watched. Um, I know that's not a crazy number, but for something that was just meant to be our friends, and then we ran a poll on Twitter to ask who should be the official for the draw, because we decided we would do mystery... Mystery doubles, Mystery yeah. doubles, and then uh, Dirty Dragon won by a landslide, which we were quite grateful for, because we kind of felt that maybe he'd be up for it. But then we got the sad news that he wouldn't be in on time. He wouldn't be in on Thursday. Yeah. So then we decided we can do it live on Twitch. <laughs> I asked him and he was, promotion. he was like well up for it. He was like, yes, yes. Because he's trying to promote his Twitch channel as well. And I'd never used Twitch. I didn't even know if it would be possible. But it ended up being the perfect way to do the mystery doubles draw. And he did a really, really great job. 
It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He is very good. Dirty Dirty Dragon. Um book Dirty Dragon <laughs> promoters. Um he's so charismatic. Yeah. He made that draw like I was expecting, you know, get like a hat, put all the names yeah, on a piece yeah, of paper, yeah. like draw them out and you know, crack a few jokes. But no, he he went the extra mile and you know, put on his lovely suit to do the draw. Yeah. Made a nice sign. <laughs> um unfortunately the footage didn't save. Um I know he was quite upset about that and it was unfortunate that it didn't, but for those that watched it live, it was really engaging and the comment sections were flooded with people coming in being like, Oh, that's a dream team right there like for whoever <laughs> was drawn together and it was a ton of fun. He had sixty or seventy viewers at one stage. Yeah, it was crazy. Everyone kept joining because like it was, the visual was so good. Him in the suit with the old fashioned microphone, and he was just slagging everyone's name as they were coming out. And a lot of the people who were there weren't even going to be in Overhausen. They just wanted to watch the draw, and it got hype. I think a lot of people I saw. I don't mean to toot our own horn here, but a lot of people on Twitter during that, and then when the bowling was actually on, were saying. Wow, like, yeah, I actually wish I was in Germany for the Oberhausen Open because it looks like a ton of fun, which it was. Um, well, I didn't win, so. <laughs> you didn't win. You might have got the highest overall score, but it was mystery doubles. Yeah. So you got that bronze medal. It, it's nice. It's yeah. it's sitting with my other medals. It blends in quite nicely. <laughs> I, quite, I like it. But I have heard that the Oberhausen Open trophy is sitting on Mark Davis's, like, TV or something. Oh yeah, Mark Davis has it. Um, what shamed the Oberhausen Open name last night, but I won't go into details. Boo, Mark Davis. Mm. He's being a bad boy. Um, Mort wore his uh, medal all weekend as well, which was great fun. Anytime he saw Mort, he was like showing me his medal, like look, <laughs> <laughs> bowling Mort, bowling Mort. Yeah, so Mort and Mark Davis, reigning Oberhausen Open champions. Deserving winners. There was was one point where I was afraid Mark Davis would actually beat me overall, and then I started paying attention again. That's like he no. He to hold the ball and ball with two hands, though. I saw him. That's cheating, probably. <laughs> no, we won't get technical. It's all right. Well, I saw people people threw Scott Murren down the lane, Kyle and and Chris Brooks, and throwing Jenna down the lanes. There are some shenanigans going on. I got afraid. They threw Jenna first. And I got a fright. I was like, what the fuck? And I went over to see what happened. And she seemed to be okay with it. And she was <laughs> laughing. And I, and I told Chris Brooks he was banned from all further bowling competitions. And then since he was banned anyway, I think they started lifting Scott Murren up and throwing him down the lane. But um, Scott was okay with it. Jenna was okay. They seemed to find it fun. But we did give them some sweet merch from Heel Turn Ireland as... A prize yeah. for the most abused, abused bowlers. Uh, and I haven't seen Scott wear the polo yet, but Jenna was wearing the hoodie all weekend and she said it was very, very cozy. The, the, Scott's probably sleeper in the polo. It's probably too big for him. <laughs> <laughs> but all in all, a great night. And, and shout out to Gunny for taking some amazing photographs there. Like when he sent them to us and we were posting them up, I was like, wow, Everyone, everyone's faces, they're just beaming because it was just a fun night, not organised by WXW by the way, it was the two Sarahs um, with help from friends along the way for little stuff here and there, but yeah, 
there is no truth in the rumour that it was organised by WXW. In fact, we had wrestlers after our draw coming to us in the DMs asking if they could play and we didn't really want to extend it, but when you've got people like Killer Kelly <laughs> asking can she play, you're like, yes, Killer Kelly, you can play. We'll find a way for you to play. <laughs> not going to turn Killer Kelly down. Or Francis Gaspin. No, definitely not. No. They're too fresh. They're too fresh. Um, but yeah, going to do it all over again at 16 Carat, hopefully. Yeah, bigger and better, 16 Carat bold. Here we come. Mm. Do you think bold as in B-O-L-D as in naughty bold? Or do you think B-O-W-L-E-D as in actual bold or word? We'll leave that to our listeners to decide, <laughs> will we? It's yeah. going to be mystery doubles again. If we can get the alleys, we're in talks with nippies. <laughs> Nick, n- yeah, nippies, knippies, I don't know. <laughs> All I know is the guy on the night was very sound. Yeah, they were lovely people. Um, yes, that's our bowling round. Yeah, and then... Some people went to McDonald's, some people went home. Um, we all got up the next day to head off to go to Femme Fatale's in the afternoon, um, which was great fun. Um, we had got to see Mako Setamora win, and that's carrying her iconic entrance music for the whole like for the whole weekend. Yeah, it was so cool. How many matches she had? Like five matches. Yeah, they got her. They got their money's worth out yeah, of Mako that really weekend. Did. I got a photo with her as well and she popped for my more than hype t-shirt. That's the highlight of the weekend, yeah. really, to yeah. be quite honest. Um, but yeah, Femme Fatale is just so good. I th- for me, I, I think the MVP of the tournament was Lufisto. I just think she's awesome. Such a good heel. Oh, definitely. She's so, she's so cool as well. Yeah. Um, she feeds off the crowd brilliantly and is a pure heel. Yeah. Like She feeds off of that. And especially against the likes of Killer Kelly and and Tony Storm, who are mega faces in, in WXW, it's it's a great dynamic. I'm very happy that I got to see her quite a lot over the weekend. Yeah, I saw her at WrestleMania weekend at the WN Super Show, and I remember thinking she was really good, especially after coming back from illness. And it's like, wow, she's really good. But the crowd at the WN Super Show didn't really give them much. Not you know, mm. there was there wasn't much cheering or anything for her, but it was a really really good match. But whereas the Femme Fatale is like. Yeah, she owned the room. Like it was, mm. it was great. Just that uh, outfit she wears, like her entrance costume, is like it's so badass. And it's a look. <laughs> yeah, it is a look. It was like, and then we had a great match actually between Melanie Gray and, and uh, Session Mott Martina, and um, which many say was Session Mott's best match, and Melanie Gray killed it as well. Um, yeah, it was it was really nice. Um, quite quite a short sprint, but I think. You know, yeah, it had it its purpose. Perfect, yeah, it, it it suited the type of match that it was because it was very much so, like oh, blood feud strong word. They've been building up that feud obviously because Melanie cost Martina the spot in the, you know, in the title match last year, and now it's all coming back full circle. And Melanie's the champion, and yeah, but Melanie Gray is great as well. She's I don't think she gets enough credit for how good she is at her character. Yeah, I agree. I would like to see Melanie again. But- in another match this weekend or last weekend so hopefully we get to see more of her soon I do think one match was a little short I know Martina flew in and out on the same day yeah um, but again a lot of people are saying that was Martina's redemption for Carrot when she had that awful match with Veda Scott yeah with Veda Scott I mean, it was terrible but this match was really good 
Yeah, all in all, it was, I think, yeah, a great show. And Chris Wolf was always a delight as well. Yeah, she's hilarious. You know, just... Her interactions with uh, Marina, who was doing the ring announcement, were hilarious as well. She was... Yeah, really Anytime I have to hear someone say though, um, like born in America but made in your mom, like especially when Tommy <laughs> has to say it, it makes me laugh so much because he says it with such enthusiasm as well. You're like, oh, that's so good. Next up, Francis Street, Tivoli Theatre. Next stop, Francis Street, Tivoli Theatre. Folks, anyone for the Tivoli Theatre? Hey. Oh, yes. Oh, no, no. Oh. Ma'am, ma'am, is this your stop? Sorry, ma'am. Oh, yes, yes. Jesus, yeah. Oh, oh. Ma'am, I can't help but notice your sweet more than hype shirt. So this must be your stop, right? Oh, wait, huh? Crap. Oh, no. Sorry, <laughs> you seem really distracted. Well, that's because I was getting ready... For a night of great wrestling action by playing the Muscle Hustle. The Muscle Hustle? Yeah, haven't you heard? The Muscle Hustle is the online mobile game that allows you to collect, train and promote a completely original roster of wrestlers. With over 70 wrestlers to collect, each who can be promoted three times and the player chooses their heel and face alignment. Wow, really? That sounds amazing. What else can you do? Well, kind stranger who's not my friend, you can combine the unique stats and abilities of your collected wrestlers to build the perfect tag team. Play a single-player campaign, travelling from territory to territory to defeat all opponents and walk out with the title. That's not all. Outside the game exists an active online community who come together on Facebook, Twitter and Discord to meet other players, discuss strategy and swap fan theories. But I've spent nearly all my money on Daryl dolls and rap lessons so I could freestyle with Rocky Romero. Surely something this great costs a lot of money, right? Don't worry. It's free. And what's more, there's a promo code to make your experience even cooler. Just go to the settings screen and hit promo codes and type in two Sarahs one to support your gals, the two Sarahs. This is all amazing. But we really should have got off the bus. Next stop, South Circular Road, National Stadium. Yeah, and the day didn't stop there. It was jam-packed then onto night two, which um, I think many people who watch WXW know by now um, had one of those like iconic main events that has been seen in, in quite a while due to the dueling chance for... Ilya Dragunov and uh, Bobby Guns. Um, I was I was in the crowd for this, and I think you were up in the balcony. Yeah, I went up to the balcony this one. Um, <laughs> it's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever been a part of. The juding chance for the two, um, Bobby Guns' rise to the main event scene over the past few months, a year really, ha- has been outstanding. He is one of the most natural, naturally charismatic people I've ever seen in my life wrestle. And he was in there against Ilya Dragunov, who is a ball of energy and a ball of, of charisma. So there's no wonder like why there was these duding chance for these two competitors who were outstanding wrestlers as well. Um, I was obviously on Bobby Gunn's side. I love Ilya. <laughs> I love Ilya. But um, 
No, uh, Bobby Guns. I was torn. I don't know. I, I love them both. I, I don't know. Like The whole Bobby Guns thing at Carrot was great. And like I do love Bobby Guns and Bitches and Gentlemen and all this. But no, I, I still think I'm more Ilya. Yeah, no. I think I'm still a bit more on Ilya's side. I watched it from the balcony. I wasn't down in the crowd. I still had my voice the next day, uh, thankfully. <laughs> but just watching it like from the perch of the balcony and looking over and... It didn't stop. As soon as the music went off, it started. And I was like, this is crazy. It's five minutes in and they're still doing it. And then it was like, I think the official time was like 14 minutes. Yeah. It just went back and forth. And then it, when it would start to die down and get fainter, it would just absolutely mm. kick back up again. It was it was crazy. Um, I don't feel like I could really watch the match, though. Like, I did obviously watch mm. the match. My eyes were on the match. But it was kind of like a sensory overload in a way. That I couldn't really appreciate what was happening, but it wasn't bad, you know. It was yeah. just different. It was, it was crazy. It was. I was a bit afraid that they, the wrestlers, would, wouldn't really like it. You yeah. know, I mean, I like I was I, as I was there chanting, I was like, oh god, I hope they're not thinking that we're trying to like get ourselves over or that we're trying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I have to be honest. At the time, do I remember the first fifteen minutes of that match? No, no. I do not. I've I've gone back and watched it since, and all the action is fantastic. It's a great, great match. Um, but I had to go back and watch it back because I, I yeah. couldn't remember it because I was so. Even if I wasn't chanting and in the crowd, I pro- I probably wouldn't have been able to remember because, I I think it was a case of neither side wanted to be the first group to stop. Yeah. No one wanted to be the one that was like, oh no. But when Bobby lifted his finger to shush the crowd. It was the third time he went to do it. Everyone just went silent. So you can tell at that point then people were paying attention. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you post a video and you just see like Alan and Rico getting really into it. It yeah. was great. All this stuff as well. Like they just thought it was awesome. Yeah, what a match. I yeah, I need to go back and rewatch it for sure. Um also, I have to give a big shout out to the opening match, which was um, Julian Pace versus Marius Anani for the shotgun title on the Friday night. I know we skipped over it. I don't want to go back too much, but there was a number one contenders match. And I was talking about this on Slack about the guys that were in the number one contender um, match. And it was uh, Lucky Kid, Freddie High, Mills Tochi and Julian Pace. And their entrances live, just they just all looked like stars, like four massive stars. Like these are the guys going for the secondary title. Mm. And how great they look, you know? How well they're presented and how well they look. They look like proper star wrestlers, you know, there's none of them you could say, you know, just looks like a Johnny Kickpads like, you know. It's <laughs> yeah. Especially Julian Pace, I love his entrance. It's like one of my favorites in in wrestling, and his match on night two against Marius Anani, even though he lost, it was really a career making match for Julian. Yeah, like as like it was his coming out party. Um, he was one of the stars of the weekend for me, to be quite yeah. honest. Um, people really had their eyes on him, and I think that entrance, like you said, it's one of the best in wrestling. It has a bit from Cars in it, and then it goes into Billy Ray Cyrus, and everyone loves it. And, what more could you want? <laughs> yeah, like he is fantastic. And what, he's had less than 100 matches or something? Oh. Like he's relatively, like he's a rookie, really. Yeah. But he is very, very good. 
and this match against Marius really cemented him as being, you know, a great, great wrestler and a great character. And it's only up from here for Julian, I think. I think so. And I know Marius has a lot of eyes on him. I've heard people who are quite big in wrestling are kind of interested in Marius and where Marius is going to go from here. Um, but Julian in this was just absolutely excellent. Um, the tag league matches as well. What can you even say? I think that's the thing. It's not a problem if that's the wrong word. Every single match in tag league was excellent, like mm-hmm. very good. Yeah. It it like every single match was really enjoyable. There was no kind of match that was kind of you know a flop. Yeah. <laughs> it was all really really good, and all the teams had great chemistry. The story of JFK throughout the tournament, though, was one of my favourites. Um, they lost to Monster Consulting on the first day. They're, the Monster Consulting always have their number. Um, they've always beaten them. But JFK then kind of rallying t- to uh, to win their matches then. Maybe in not the most clean-cut way. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're the bad boys of, of the tournament. Um, they kind of did anything they could to win. But, they, oh, jeez, oh. The Andre Shirley chance for Jay Skillet, <laughs> I they, they just made me laugh every time because I when I was sitting in the media center and they were doing their like the, the press conference, and I was just looking at JFK because to be honest, JFK healed it up quite a bit in that in that media center, and you couldn't really ask him anything. But I was just sitting there looking at him, going, "Geez, he really does look like Andre Shirley. Like it's not a case of like there's some similarities; they're like pretty much identical." And then I said it to Jayska that I was like, you really do look like him. Like, and he's like, well, if you think I do, you should see my brother. And I'm like, is your brother Andre Sherla? Because <laughs> you look exactly like him. Um, yeah, they, they, they had a great tournament and I think all eyes are on JFK. Yeah, I was so sad that Monster Consulting lost the titles. <sighs> you it was a heart, I was heartbroken. It was just... Avalanche handing back the title and Nero handing yeah. back the title. I was just because I did think they were going to win. I did like I had in my head that JFK might, but when I was there and everything, I was like, no, Monster Consulting, because on night one, I felt like they were the most over in the crowd of all the tag teams, including Lucha Bros, who the Germans loved, Ringkampf, CCK, who the Brits all loved. I really felt like Monster Consulting were the most over team in the tournament. And they were the champions, and they'd done such great things with the titles. I really did think they were going to be the first team to ever go into tag league and come out the other end with the belt. They're just so likable. Yeah. There's nothing about them that makes you go, ugh, they're great wrestlers, they have a great character, mm-hmm. they're very engaging. Yeah. And they've got sick tag moves. Sick tag moves. And yeah, we may work for them, we may be employees, <laughs> um, but... No, out of every all the like, they're I think like the best like team. There's just mm. something about them, and they're lovely guys as well. Yeah. Um. Oh no, there's that picture. It's mainly Avalanche, and they're handing back the title. Yeah. You can just see it in his face. Um. Like, they came in coming last in their group, when all the points were tallied up, oh. they were last. Um. It's a shame, but I think. You know, the story between them and JFK isn't over yet because they beat JFK in the tournament. Yep. So, rematch. Rematch. Very, they should get it very soon. 
I hope so. I saw Avalanche and Ilya won a tag tournament last night. Yeah, I think Nero's bedridden. I think he's sick. Is he? Yeah, yeah. so... Heartbroke. Uh, yeah, that's exactly it. Avalanche has to team up with a few different people now. Winning loads of trophies. Oh, it's very sad. Um, I think another big takeaway point of the, this tournament was I felt it was very much proper tag team wrestling. Like It was wrestlers who specialised in tag team wrestling as opposed to two guys who are good wrestlers thrown together for a match on a nothing card. It really felt like these were all proper teams who were working together and you know were established tag teams. It wasn't just mm. X and Y will face those guys. Yeah, even like Angelico and Jeff Cobb who aren't traditionally like yeah. a tag team together, even they their moves together were crisp and solid and they, they were doing like you said tag team wrestling. Yeah. Um uh, like they were kind of the team going into it that people probably had like the least hype about because they weren't an established tag yeah, team. Yeah. Um, I would only assume that there was um someone else meant to be teaming with Jeff Cobb. There um, was, yeah, you know, <laughs> I can confirm yeah. there was. Um, but they were great. They had great chemistry. I think Jeff was well, Jeff Cobb actually has great chemistry with everyone, and him, oh, him flinging around Avalanche. Yeah. God. Um, he was nothing. God. Yeah. It. It was probably one of the best tag tournaments I've ever seen. Haven't got to night three yet or other things that have happened, but it really was. Mm-hmm. But another big storyline that went throughout the weekend, um, Dirty Dragon. Dirty Dragon came out on night two talking about how the Dirty Dragon trial series is going to end and there's only one more person that he had to face and it was his good friend, well, former friend, Aaron Simmons. And... It was a very, very uncomfortable segment with him and then Emil and then Urine came out and we had the return of Alexander James and yeah, it was very uncomfortable. It went on for very long. Um, yeah. Urine and AJ beating up uh, Emil and Dragon. Very long time. And the crowd just didn't really know what to do. Like There wasn't even very many boos because the crowd was just like, they didn't know how to respond. It was awful. Of course, sadly, then, on night three. Uh, Dirty Dragon. Dirty Dragon. Yeah. It's a shame. I really feel like Dirty Dragon brings a lot to the table. Because there's no one really like him in wrestling, I think. He's a very strong character. And the storyline that he was doing in WXW meant a lot to a lot of people. And, like, his battle, I suppose, with mental health and stuff like that. Um, I really hope, though, um, he's not gone for that long. I, I do hope that, you know, in a few months, he'll be back in the fold. Yeah, me too. I know he's trying to get some bookings overseas. He was talking to us about that, that he'd love to work in Ireland and the UK, and we'd love to see him over here, and hopefully he'll get back WXW for a tour yeah. later on, maybe. And I do feel like it's probably the end of him for a while, at least, which is... It's sad, because... He's such a good character. He might not be the best wrestler, but you need a dirty dragon. There's a place for him. Like I like cards need to be variety, and you know, you're not like you remember a dirty dragon. You know, when you go see a show or someone's watching a show for the first time, you know they're the kind of characters that kind of stick out and you remember. Yeah, and 
like yeah no I really hope that it it won't be too long before he comes back mm-hmm. he was great at the after party as well was he I didn't go yeah. to the after party that was the after party <laughs> it, was, it was very fun a lot of a lot of karaoke was happening I was the first one on karaoke <laughs> um I dedicated it's my life to the great Sasuke and uh, yeah it was, great. It, was, it, was, it, was great. it was great fun um yeah I think every, everyone is in high spirits and can report there was little to no drama oh that's great yeah I decided I was too old rotation offer those uh lift home so we were like yeah let's just go home and be old and leave the kids to it <laughs> so rotation gave uh us a lift back to the hotel and we went in search of food which was not easy to find at 11 o'clock in Oberhausen that's wild yeah it's like well there was a train station McDonald's but no not doing McDonald's I keep getting pizza.de emails because we ordered food after um, Inner Circle. So I just keep getting emails from them. I'm like, please stop. <laughs> pizza.de. I don't want any. I had to try and eat a Donner box with my bare hands because it didn't give us cutlery. I'm like, why didn't I just order a pizza? Why wasn't I smart with this? But uh, yeah, oh, it, was, uh, it was good fun. And then... All rallied for Fan Expo on, on day three. Yeah, I can't believe how many of you guys made it. Like, I wasn't drinking the night before. Well, I had a few, but I wasn't at the after party. And I was okay. I was fine. I was fresh. I was there. But you were, you guys are all there too after being out to what? 4 a.m.? 5 a.m.? I wasn't that late this time. It wasn't a carrot. There wasn't, <laughs> oh, okay. a, bar- there wasn't a Barry and a Zig keeping me out. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, we uh, rallied. And to see the last ever shotgun taping... Which was yeah. kind of sad. A little bit sad. It was, it was a good matches on it, though. Yeah, Bobby Guns on Shotgun. Forever our Shotgun champion in a great match against Freddie High. Yeah. We shouldn't give too much away because I asked him to Oh, right shit, yet. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, but one point that annoyed me in this was I kept doing the Bobby Guns chants again. Yeah. And I was just like, I actually want to see this match now. Yeah. Please. Because they kind of, they weren't doing any, like, at least in the Ilya Bobby match, they were wrestling whilst these chants were going on. But in this one, they waited nearly until it stopped. And I was like, oh, I just really want to see this <laughs> match now. Freddie has really good guys, come on. But yeah, no, no, that was good. The fan expo has gone from something that is, was very missable before to something that I will always try and make from now on. Like, I know they probably won't be doing shotgun tapings, but... They'll probably be doing something there, you know? Well, maybe they will do shotgun taping. I don't know. Uh, I know shotgun's gone, but they might do some fan expo stuff. But, yeah, it's gotten quite good. Like, there was a lot of good matches. And what, tickets are like 10, 10 euros? Yeah. And plenty of time to get photos and merch and all that. It's the Instead of trying to go in between intermission or it started show or at the end of show, all the wrestlers were out selling their merch and taking photos and there was a big group photo as well which I'm always too chicken to go up and get but would always love to yeah I feel bad my brother had had the ticket to get that group photo but we were too busy sitting in McDonald's with dirty oh. track on before <laughs> um, yeah a few of us were in McDonald's beforehand so we actually only went in for the for the shotgun tapings oh, okay. and we kind of missed the photos which was actually a highlight actually of um, Fan Expo at Carrot with Afsu Andy Oh, doing the, and thumbs, up doing the thumbs up and then yeah. back to dead pan face. Um, yeah, uh, night three. 
a sad day, you could say. A sad, sad, sad day. I really enjoyed Wesna and Lufisto and Lucky Kid beating Tarek and Aslan was a high point. He finally got his revenge on Big Brother. How cool is Tarek and Aslan's entrance live? It yeah, is pretty yeah. so badass. <laughs> I do have a problem with Tarakan's gear though. I can't stand his gear. Oh no. It's 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 not great. Uh, I don't know. I think he's a great actor and a great character. Oh yeah. I think his dynamic now with Marius and stuff is really cool yeah. and how it's gonna kinda play out into the future. And you know, are we gonna see like like is there gonna be someone else coming into that fold now? We're gonna have like a three on three with Rise against Tarkan and Marius and someone else. Rise is so wholesome. Yeah, it's amazing how they've gone from being like the bad boy group to be like, oh, <laughs> Rise, have less. They're a bit tracksy. <laughs> yeah, that they wear all the time. <laughs> I saw a lucky kid at McDonald's wearing his uh, Rise tracksuit with Wesna, and they were just sitting down waiting for their food, and he looked exactly like you'd imagine lucky kid would look at McDonald's, like his legs and everything <laughs> were going, and he was happy, and he was wearing his Rise tracksuit. It's like he's just working in here right now, or maybe he's just like that all the time. He's just after coming back from his. Uh, <laughs> Sunday morning football uh, <laughs> football uh, training and his mom was bringing him to McDonald's to treat afterwards yeah, it was a joy to see him in McDonald's it's really the hot spot if you want to uh, see some wrestlers in their natural habitat <laughs> go to McDonald's across the road from the turbine and all the, you're sure to see uh, quite a few of them bless him having to eat that food all weekend yeah like I can't even stomach it and I'm not exactly an athlete so um, yeah I don't know how they do it. Yeah. There's nothing around. No, there's like a Burger King a little bit further walk. We always make an effort to not even eat a McDonald's. Like, we go a little bit further to the train station and get some Chinese food, which is... You came with it on the Saturday. That's quite good food. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. Really, like, really impressed. Get some good vegetables, you know. Health. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have, you have to counteract all the beer somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, night three was a sad, sad time. It was sad. Banger of a match with Ring Camp against Okami at the start. Yeah. <laughs> I was hyped for this because Okami are my team of the weekend, to be quite honest. And I think because they just were so good with everyone. And I got really, I just got so into their style and them against Ring Camp. And I think the best thing about this is just like, um, Thatcher getting shot. And then he's like, nah. And then he tags in Walter. And then he's just laughing at Walter, like, chopping. It was... Timo had a great weekend. He was loving it. You could see how happy he was, especially with, like, the crowd reaction and stuff. He was having a great time. Ring camp really are playing up the bully boy thing at the moment. Oh, yeah. I'm getting used to that now, seeing them all the time as being absolute bullies. But I really like it, though. Oh, we have uh, Pro Wrestling Torch Superstar, Alan Forel, after entering... The Sarah and Sarah studio here wearing a lovely Sendai Girls t-shirt. Alan, have you any thoughts on World Tag Team League? With the groceries, I got your Cokes, and now I want lunch. So can we pause for a minute? <laughs> and World Tag Team League was really good. Okay, we're going to pause for a minute, and we're going to play some audio from... Do we have audio from... The airport? Yeah, it's like two minutes. Okay, we're gonna play some audio from the airport. So we're here in the airport, ready to go home from uh, Tag League. 
I just want everyone to go around saying some of their favourite highlights of the weekend really briefly. Like this is gonna be a real sprint. Um actually like a race, like a car. Um so some of my favourite highlights are the kid getting stuck in the metal thing at the supermarket. Um saying hello to Mako Sanamora as she's putting her tray away at McDonald's. Um people giving me abuse at the Oprah House and Open. Uh Shoot pace car, Julian Pace. I said pace car. <laughs> um, what else is there? Oh yeah, um, other things. Re- low lights. Dragon not being in WXW anymore. Um, you're losing to David Starr. Uh, not winning the Oberhausen Open. And Monster Consulting losing the tag titles. But I like JFK, so it's okay. They're they're nice. I fancy them. Um, so Blaine what's some of your highlights I'm quite happy now that the Blaine train is over in Germany people quite quite into the Blaine train gimmick as a shoot train they seem to be into shoot vehicles over here it's, pre- it's pretty cool um, I'm praising Shadow Kabuki as is always a, a good idea you know brings extra beef that's pretty much oh and seeing Pentagon live I love that man oh Blaine sorry this is not for actual serious wrestling takes <laughs> oh, no, that's not a serious wrestling I just love that man cool that's had to be said cool 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 hiya Jenna here um, my low light of the weekend was uh, Chris Brooks pushing me down the lane at the bowling alley, and then my highlight was uh, winning a hoodie for it. So, yeah. Cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool and strong. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. <laughs> Hi, it's Scott. I was bowled by Chris Brooks and Kyle Fletcher. I don't know if it's a highlight or a low light, but I won a polo shirt for it, and then Kyle tried to choke me out. Good times. So there's just one thing left to say. Okay, we are back after that rude, rude, rude interruption from uh, PW Torch trying to sabotage our podcast. Um, We made the executive decision that we're not going to talk about OTT 40 year anniversary. We're going to save it and do it with Defiant, which we're heading to shortly. I literally just bought two tickets while we were paused. So... Excited for that one. Um, back to World Tag League. The the day of sadness. Um, yeah, I was really surprised when Angelico and Jeff Cobb beat Monster Consulting clean with no shenanigans. I really, I don't know. I just really expected like to see a Jay Skillet run out or, and Francis and and do something to make sure that Monster Consulting lost. I don't know why I had this in my head that this would happen, but they just beat them. And we got that really sad moment then of them handing back the titles. Yeah, they announced that it would be like drawing straws or maybe a three-way if uh, Monster Consulting beat uh, Team Suplex. So I, I just didn't see Team Suplex beat them. I thought like J- JFK might still end up in the finals by some kind of a screw thing with drawn straws or something. Or maybe they'd come out and they'd help Suplex to win. But no, I didn't see Monster Consulting losing clean and that was very, very sad. It was really sad, but like 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 we said, they're gonna get their they're, they're, they can get their revenge on JFK now, because they beat the Katamari Catch Kings in the finals, and it was a a great match with the crowd heavily behind CCK, except for a few a few people in the crowd like yourself cheering your JFK boys on. Well, <laughs> if Monster Consulting couldn't win, I wanted JFK to win. I'm a big Francis Caspin fan. Always have been. 
since he debuted, I believe it was World Tag League two years ago. Yeah. His debut was against none other than Pete Dunne two years ago in Tag League. <laughs> and then last year against um, Briscoes. That was a great match as well. It's funny, like I was wearing my CCK shirt and chewing CCK in the finals. But like, you know, I, I did want JFK to win. Did you? I, yeah, really? I, I know I did. Um, I thought it made the most sense. And yeah, it's kind of like two tournaments in a row were kind of ending on the, the, the not a bum note, but the, the heels winning, like Andy a carrot, which I was actually really happy about as well. Um, and then <laughs> JFK winning. Um, it was nice to see them win. It's nice to see a team that's been built up through WXW and come through the ranks and kind of get that moment at the end against a great tag team in Brooks and Gresham. And like most people have said over the course of the weekend, I think they are the best version of CCK there is because I, re I love Brooks and Brooks is a great wrestler, but Jonathan Gresham is just that like next tier kind of guy and he brings a lot to the table and I think he makes Brooks better. Um, I love Lycos and I love Banks and I love Air Fox who was who teamed with him that one time on the Progress USA tour. But um, no, uh, Gresham and and Brooks are are great and it's sad that Lycos is injured and he's not around. But like long long live this version of the Calamari Catch Kings, in my opinion. I've got a funny story about the JFK support. Oh. I have a JFK T-shirt and I was going to bring it with me and change into it if they did happen to get into the finals. I decided not to and then I got it into my head at like after the dragon match that I wanted to go up and buy a JFK t-shirt and get changed into it so I ran up to buy it then I saw Avalanche looking sad at the merch table and I just turned around and I walked back <laughs> so. no. I get really emotional when other people are sad. Yeah. Like I I'm fine. Like I'm fine with things. I'm I can compose myself. But when I see other people getting really sad or upset, that's when I break. Like when Bobby Guns lost on day two, Jenna was really upset. So yeah. I was upset because I thought she was gonna hit the ring. <laughs> she was so angry. Oh my god. I could see her. She was like throwing her middle fingers up and just like <laughs> leering forward. And I was like, God, she's going to hit that ring. Getting emotionally invested in the match. Yeah. It was more heartbreak for me in Monster Consulting Lost with Banger and Clay. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> I saw what? Kilby as well. Kilby was not. Oh, not he happy. was distraught on night three. Yeah. There was no talking to him. He was just so sad. Yeah. I think with the combination of Monster Consulting and, and Dragon, it was just, nah. It was a write-off for him. Yeah. Luckily, we did go for our traditional uh, Last Supper meal and Alex. And it was a thing to cheer people up again, I think. Um, Lovely schnitzel. Did you get schnitzel? Yeah, it was very nice. I always get the bruschetta. I like the bruschetta. Yeah, that was good, good times. I got our lovely, our lovely group picture then. Yeah. It's a really, really nice photo, actually. Um, I don't know how many's in it, but there's definitely a lot. Yeah, a lot of newbies. I know I, I still consider myself a newbie because, you know, it's only yeah. my second time there. But then, like, a lot of people that off the backs of how much some who went to Carrot enjoyed it, I think yeah. they're like, no, we need to come to Tag League. And then they had such a good time at Tag League that I think they're going to come to Carrot. So, um. Like the the wrestling's fantastic, and I just think it's a great weekend for 
it's great to see just how much people love wrestling like and how much it means to them and just the emotions and everything involved it's just all around great times and it's like a nice big wrestling holiday <laughs> yeah it is it's like it's exactly how i describe it it's a wrestling holiday it's like a festival of wrestling where you don't have to sleep in a dirty tent um i know there's a bunch of people have booked to go to carrot from ireland who have never gone before already like off the back of seeing how much fun everyone had a tag league they're now coming over for 16 carrot um my friend marie who went to carrot she didn't come to tag league she's after booking all her tickets last night um other people and some of alan's friends uh mentioned to him that last night even though he's he listened to our podcast shout out to Morgan. He's not really on Twitter, but he follows the stuff on Twitter and he was just talking about how fun the Oberhausen Open looked to Alan when they went to see Coolio on Friday night. Hot scoop, Alan goes to see Coolio. What a man. What a man. <laughs> I hope that was picked up. That was Alan saying he's a gangster. Yeah, do check out WXW for a weekend. Come over for Carrot if you can at all. Doesn't matter where you're coming from. Doesn't matter if you're on your own. You will find people hang out with yeah and like even if you are kind of hesitant to go like hit us up yeah like you know if you have any questions i suppose i direct you to to sarah because she's been so many times now but like if you know and if you want to hang out like just give us a shout and there's so many people yeah there were some people this time who messages um just to say like that they're coming on their own it was their first time and they wanted to come and watch the bowling or whatever and they all had a great time and just get chatting to people and get to know more people and like our bowling had people from, I believe we told out of thirteen nationalities. That's insane. That's more than some like actual bowling tournaments. Yeah. Like that's that's insane to me because I was actually I met up with my friend, who was a bowler. Like she, like more so than me actually. Like she's played for Ireland, like countless times, and I was telling her just about how successful it was, and she's like, "That's crazy how successful it is," and you know how fun it is yeah. I just love the fact that everyone had a great time bowling and just shout out to Patrick from the media centre for um, inviting us in um, some really really good insights um, the hottest scoop of the weekend actually came from the, the media centre Ska is back ladies and gentlemen and that's from Dirty Dragon Ska yeah. is back Ska is back and I'm all for that I like a bit of Ska me too I like a good skank yeah I do love a good skank Um <laughs> Yeah, it was really interesting seeing, and then they had surprise Bobby Guns at the end, and we're all just there like, oh, the UK and Ireland fans are really like this one, and we're, and we're just like, Bobby Guns, <laughs> and Edgy uh, came, shirt. lovely shirt. shirt. I was going to actually rank everyone's outfits at the media centre, I was oh, yeah. going to do like a G1 kind of thing, and rank everyone's outfits, but I, I, I'd end up not doing it. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> Arnold Furious number one if you didn't get that um, I think she's talking about the wrestlers on still Arnold Furious <laughs> number one big love to Arnold Furious who didn't come to the bowling Tory uh, sorry did I say that? Oh, <laughs> he did do a great write up of the weekend though that people should go check out I really enjoyed it I had a quick flip through it I plan to just sit down and read it all one day it's quite long isn't it it's quite long but it makes you relive the weekend, even though I wasn't actually like there for a lot of what he's writing about. <laughs> um, yeah. it, it's still like, oh, cool. 
everyone had a great time yeah I definitely recommend you you read that one um some famous quotes from the weekend some of my favorites were uh from mr mike kilby when emil stochi came out and the girls are like oh emil and uh kilby just turns around and said he's not a snack he's a meal <laughs> he was on fire that weekend and uh scott Merrin's one that um julian pace is gonna win 16 carat because it's got car in the title. That's just so pure and wholesome from Scott, yeah. really. Julian Pace turned into a shoot car. Yeah. Julian Pace at a tag league weekend with everyone going, Neon! For I think he was one of the favourites amongst the UK and Irish fans. And I know he's coming over here in November as well, over to Ireland to wrestle for courage wrestling. So that should be really good. Yeah, it's nice to see him get bookings. It's good to see kind of people. Like, he's grown so much. It's good to see people getting bookings outside that deserve it. And he's definitely one that does. And I hope it goes really well for him. Mm. And we should be getting more WXW people. I asked Bobby Guns in, in the presser if he has any plans. I know that he's going to Southside on the 28th of December in London. Um, but if he has any plans to come to the UK and Ireland other than that. And he said he's going to wait and see how all the bookings go for the WXW guys for Courage oh, okay. over the next few months. So... We should be expecting a lot more names to be announced. Hopefully. One thing with Bobby Guns, I'm going to say, I'm not sure of anyone who can make this happen is listening to this, but if you book Bobby Guns and he's doing a promo, please have him cut the promo in German and put up the subtitles. I saw him do the promo in English for Southside and I just wasn't feeling it at the same level. It's just funnier when he talks in German and they subtitle it. Yeah. Because you don't, you're just waiting for something funny to pop up. Yeah. Like, any like it's it, like smoking kills, but Bobby Guns is killer. Like that's all right, but when it's Rockin' is Todlik, about Bobby Guns, it's the killer. It's so much better. <laughs> it is. It's just better. Um, yeah, great weekend at WXW. Um, don't really have too much more to add. Very very tiring weekend. I was I was zombie when I went back to work on Wednesday. I had a day off. And I went back and I just couldn't do anything. It was five wrestling shows, a bowling tournament, an after party and a big last supper meal. Yeah. It was really, really nice. Really enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I think everyone had a great time. And I can't wait to see everyone again at 16 Carat. I have my room booked, flights booked. So, like, so do I. You know, it's happening. And my, my brother made went to uh, Tag League and he had a great time and he's going to come with me for Carrot again. So he even made a Twitter page because he enjoyed Tag League oh, so much. James Bond. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like Fandando or something. Um, yeah, he had a great time. Didn't get to meet Emil though. Aww. He said to Dragon, say, say, I said hi to Emil. And Dragon was like, it's probably halfway home by now. <laughs> At the end of Sunday. Um, but yeah. Good weekend had by all. And now we're in the midst of another weekend of wrestling. We are in the midst of another weekend of wrestling. We just had OTT for your anniversary last night and it was an incredible show. And we're going to Defiant tonight and we're going to talk about that in the next show, I think. Yeah, will we get some louts on audio outside the Tivoli again? I'm not sure if people will be drunk tonight, but maybe. Some people have booked tomorrow off work. We might get some thoughts on 
OTT four year anniversary and the find tonight yeah. live yeah. outside. Oh, I need my recorder. No, Alan needs his recorder. We're doing it on my phone. <laughs> we'll talk to Unbezig Barry. Unbezig Barry, and I'm going to say it wrong again to annoy them. Yeah, it's great. I, I just their reactions make me laugh so much. He's like, no, like Barry is <laughs> no, and then Zig just knowing it's going terrible. Don't worry, the cork audio will be released eventually. <laughs> Christmas show. Okay, everyone, I think that's our show for this week, month, year. I don't know. I don't know. We're recording it's 14. Again. It's 14 over and out. 14 over and out. Um, follow us at the two Sarahs on Twitter. We are now bowling promoters, more so than anything. <laughs> um, some great content on there when we remember to post on that and not our personal pages. Sometimes I just forget. I don't know which goes where. I just sometimes it's a mix. Yeah. Uh, follow that and then follow our. We have a new sponsor now, called the Muscle Hustle. We do indeed. Your gals got sponsored, ladies and gentlemen. I know. Fourteen shows in and we have a sponsor. How cool is that? <laughs> Please give it a download um, to help support the podcast. We'll put the link on our Twitter page, but it's the Muscle Hustle, and. The code is two Sarah's one. But yeah, until next time. Have fun playing the muscle hustle. Have fun listening to the this show and all the <laughs> other great podcasts on the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. Goodbye. Bye everybody. Ian, sing us away. Now the show is over and we still haven't met Rover. Time to get some rest and recharge But join us next time, won't you? And we'll discuss all those big issues Like Jesus, Waller's hands are so damn large Making friends and making times And wrestling round the world